to Season 2 of Granite State Golfers with Micah. I am an avid amateur golfer in New Hampshire. This podcast dives into the stories of the top amateur golfers in my home state. We are about to tee off. Please join me. Hi, everyone. This episode features Jack Pepin, who just won the Men's New Hampshire State Am Championship. Jack grew up in Plastow and plays for the Southern New Hampshire University golf team. We talk about his early years in golf, his decision to play golf in college, and what he wants to do with golf when he gets out of college. But most of the episode focuses on the State Am tournament. He takes us through some of his matches, including the finals, which went 37 holes. One of the remarkable things he shares is how his driver broke going into match play. As you will hear, that did not phase him. The men's stadium is a long week of golf. Kudos to Jack for winning this year. Thanks as always for listening and sharing the podcast with your friends. Enjoy the conversation with Jack. Hi, Jack. Welcome to Granite State Golfers, and thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, where did you grow up and what sports did you play as a young kid and when did you start playing golf? Yeah, so I've grown up in uh, Plastow, New Hampshire. Um, and growing up, I didn't play too many sports. I mean, I started off with mainly I'd play soccer and then uh, I'd play basketball around elementary school. Um I didn't really get into golf until I was around 10. Um, I would go to the range, I mean, time to time when I was around six or seven, but it wasn't so serious until around 10, um, where I pretty much, the golf became my main sport. Um, soccer and basketball didn't really last, and it lasted in the middle school or high school, so yeah. And who, who got you into golf? Do you have family members who play? Yeah, my dad plays. Um, so he got me into the game. We would play a lot uh, as I was growing up. Um, he was mostly the one bringing me to the range, the practice, or to play. Um, then when I was a lot younger, sometimes my grandmother would bring me to go hit balls. Nice. And when, so around 10 or so, what, what course or range were you going to at that point? I would go to Brookstone, which is now the LaBelle Winery. Um, and then local course, uh, Granite Fields, I'd go there. It wasn't until around 12 that I uh, started going to Atkinson, where I still am today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've played Atkinson a few times. That's a That's a good track. I play at the Oaks in Summersworth, and there's... When I played Atkinson again, just a couple times, it reminds me a little bit of the Oaks in that you've got to you've got to keep your tee ball in play. You can't be there's no room to be spraying it there. But what? Tell me a little bit about what you like about the Atkinson course. Um, yeah, that's the exact reason why I like it. Um, I think it's a good course to play at, um, just because of the fact it's tight. Um, there's no holes really next to each other, so there's there's nowhere really to miss if you're not hitting the fairway. So growing up, that definitely helped me. Um, When I'd go play other courses, I'd um, it would feel a little bit easier to play some of these courses. Um, 
just because I play and practice at such a hard course. Yeah. Yeah. And then go ahead. All right. Um, and the greens are always pretty good at Atkinson. So, yeah. Um, when did you start playing in junior tournaments? I want to say around 13. I think I started with some kind of local junior stuff. Um, like New Hampshire uh, Junior Tour or New England Junior Tour. And then when I was 14, I started playing in the Challenge Cups, um, where the competition was just a lot uh, a lot better. Uh, a lot more kids from around New England were playing in those. Um, so I mostly stuck with the Challenge Cup. I do, I'd obviously do the New Hampshire Amateur and New Hampshire Boys. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, and what did you play for your high school team? Yes, I did at uh, Timberlane. Yeah. And how, how was your team in high school? How'd you guys do? We were always competitive. Um, we would win a lot of matches, but we were never uh, too competitive in the state tournament, unfortunately. But no, well, we had a pretty solid team, and it was it was pretty fun to play for them. Yeah. When you, so, you know, I don't know when this might have been, junior, senior year in high school, did you know that when you left high school, you wanted to go on and play golf in college? Yeah, that was, um, that was kind of always the goal. Uh, once I got into high school was to try and uh, do as well as I can in these junior tournaments, you know, try to get a good scholarship offer from a school. And uh, so that was one of my main goals. Um and, uh, yeah, and I ended up at uh, Southern New Hampshire University. Okay. For that. Yep. And what, what year will you be going into there? I'll be a junior this year. Okay. And how's the team been over the last couple of years? Yeah, so we've been uh, pretty good the last two years. Um, our team's been pretty deep. Um, We've lost we lost two seniors last year, which is gonna hurt a little bit, but I think we'll still be a pretty solid team. Where's the home course for you guys? Uh, we play at Concord Country Club. Okay, nice. That's a nice home course to have. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. Well let's let's jump into the State Am. Uh, congratulations on uh winning the State Am recently. How are you feeling about your game going into the State Am? Uh, how familiar were you at the time going into the tournament uh, about Manchester and what expectations, you know, or goals did you have for the week going into the stadium? I had a pretty big tournament gap in between the amateur. And uh, so I played in the mass open uh, that was right at the beginning of June. So I had about a, a month off um, until the amateur. So coming out of the Mass Open, my game wasn't that good. I missed the cut there. I was kind of struggling with my swing. So I kind of I spent the next month uh, working on my swing, trying to get it as, uh, consistent, as consistent as I could. Um, I just tried to play as much as I can, uh, try to get some lower numbers. Um, so, yeah, I felt prepared coming into the amateur um i knew i put in the work uh the goal 
goal is to beat uh, how I did at Nashua a few years ago where I got to the round of 32. Um, that was really my main goal, just to, to play better than that. Yeah. Um, so after I got past the round of 32s, kind of like uh, I already achieved my goal. So I was just trying to play as well as I could and see where, where it took me. Yeah. Uh, let me just sort of recap the match play. So the format again is two days of stroke play to set the 64 person field. I believe you were T seven after the stroke play. Um, and you guys had some tough weather conditions on those stroke play days, if I recall, right. Pretty wet. I mean, for me, I kind of got lucky in the afternoon. I only had to play six holes in the rain. Um, or some of the guys in the morning on that first day I had to play the whole round in the rain. So yeah. definitely got a little bit lucky there. Yep. So when you get to match play, um, to get to the finals, I think it's a total of six matches. So you've, you're in the round of 64, you win that match on the 20th hole. Round of 32, you win two and one. Uh, the round of 16, you win five and four. You get to the corner, the quarters, you win one up. And then here's where I where you want to slow down. You can walk us through the semifinals and then the final match. So in the semifinals, you go up against James Pleat, who is the very first guest I had on the show, who has obviously won quite a few tournaments in the state, including a couple state AMs. So um, tell me about what the match was like with James. Yeah, that was, a, it was definitely a very up and down match. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, I don't think, anyone was more than one up during that match was very even um we both hit a bunch of bad shots we both hit a bunch of good shots so it was very up and down for the both of us um and then so yeah i was trying to remember how that front nine went but i think it was i think it might have been one up going into the back nine or even i'm not sure but but no, yeah, it was a very up and down match. Um, and then I think we were even going into the last hole. And luckily I made a putt uh, for birdie to win the match. Wow. Yeah. And then you fa- in the finals, you faced Rob Henley. In that match went 37 holes. We'll get, we'll get to that match. But after you win the semifinals, knowing you're going on to the finals, um, obviously excited, I'm sure. But describe and share with us you know overall how you were feeling how were you feeling when you went to bed when you woke up how were your nerves your excitement level how did you sort of manage those parts of um the anticipation of going into the final match yeah so i was definitely feeling i did have a bit of confidence going into the uh the finals um i mean i tried to keep the same mentality and uh kind of routine as I had for previous matches um, because I figured that was something that was working so I just tried to keep that up and um, yeah and then going into the finals uh, that morning I just tried to stay as calm as possible Um, just really um, try to keep the same feeling I've had the entire week really do you have a different approach or strategy when you're in a stroke play event versus a match play event? I tried to something that was working for me. I was trying to feel like it was almost a stroke play tournament. Um, 
just try and keep my mind off of what the other player was doing. Um, you know, so like if they had a fantastic shot, I'm just trying to not let that get in my head as much. Um, that certainly takes off a bit of the pressure and, um, and just trying to focus on myself and just do as well as I can do and not worry too much how the other players playing. Yeah. Um, in the NHGA write-up story about your victory, uh, one of the remarkable pieces that I read that I wanted to ask you about is that, so the finals is a 36-hole match play match, and after the first 18, you're down four, and you, uh, it, as you told uh, them after the round, you weren't hitting your driver too well in, the, in that morning 18 holes, and so you take advantage of that break and you go to the range and, and try to figure out what's going on. Tell me about the decision to go there. And it sounds like you were, you were able to figure this out pretty quickly. You sounds like, you know, your swing very well because it's, then you get to the afternoon 18 and it sounds like the driver really came around for you. Yeah. So I was missing it really both ways. So I knew there was some sort of, um kind of silly simple fix that uh what kind of fix that um so i definitely knew i wanted to go to the rain so I, but i i made sure first that that was okay um so i really only hit like 10 12 balls um just to try to get the the right feel back cuz i hadn't hit any good drives on that first 18 so it was i was definitely lacking that feel um and the confidence that I needed to hit the club right. Um, yeah, definitely the range uh, that helped me significantly. Do you have a standard go-to driver shot? Um, I'd say I like to draw the ball. Um, that's definitely how my normal swing path kind of sets up. Um but generally, I just try to hit it as straight as I can. I don't mess around too much with shaping shots. Um, Nothing wrong with a straight ball. Yeah, exactly. Especially with driver, it's just unless it's a severe dog leg hole, it's not nothing too wrong with going straight. Yeah. So you're four down. You go to the range. You get get the driver squared away. What was your mindset how are you feeling as you headed toward uh the the second the beginning of the second 18 holes yeah so i I definitely got a little bit more confidence back with my swings so um on that first tee i just kind of stepped up and hit it and uh took a pretty hard swing um which i like to do with driver when i'm feeling confident um yeah, I just I ended up hitting a bunch of good shots on that front nine. Um, I hit a bunch of good putts there too as well. Um, yeah, I definitely tried to keep up uh, some of my confidence throughout that entire front nine. Yeah, you eventually uh, square up the match. Uh, match goes to one extra hole. As you're getting down toward those last few holes, how... Were you feeling, uh, were you getting nervous? Uh, how did you feel you managed your, um, your emotions and the mental part of golf in those last few holes? 
last few holes, I, 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 I tried to stay as calm as I could and uh, as confident as I could. Um, I think the tiredness was try- starting to set in. I hit a few just kind of really not great shots, um, some bad putts. Um, I think the situation kind of, uh, I was kind of focusing more on the situation um, and not the swing. So, um, yeah, definitely a little bit more added pressure in the end there um, than I was feeling throughout the entire other other parts of the round. Um, I just tried to hold it in there as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, the putter, it sounds like the putter was working for you pretty much all day. Yeah, I, the entire week, really, I was putting pretty well. Um, I, was, I mean, except for the first two rounds of stroke play, um, I was hitting the ball really well, but it was just the putter was not working too much. Um, but I think the more rounds I played, I got more used to the greens, so that kind of helped me read putts a little bit easier and get the speeds down a little bit better. Yep. Um, you know, I just tried to focus on a steady stroke. Um, as long as the stroke's good, it's the, I can figure out the lines later. It's like when the stroke's not uh, going well, I kind of lose confidence with the putter. So it's definitely the main thing I kind of focus on. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a long week to to get to the championship, and congratulations on this big victory. Let's talk a little bit more about your game. Um, what are some of the strengths of your game, and what's something that you're you're working on right now to improve? I definitely say my wedge game um, from probably nine iron and in is it's uh, pretty good. Um, that's definitely something I try to focus on a lot, hitting those hitting wedges, nine irons. Um, and I hit the driver. Driver's kind of up and down. I, I'll have weeks that I hit it well, and then I got weeks that I don't hit it well. And then putting's usually steady. Um, it doesn't change too much. Um, and I'd say my weakness is probably long irons. That's long irons, three wood. Um, probably two things I don't do very well. Yep. Um, let's talk about what's in the bag. Uh, let's start at driver. What are you currently hitting? Um, right now I'm using a stealth two. Um, I had the original stealth, uh, but it actually broke during the second round of stroke play in the amateur. So I'm using a stealth two that my dad had. And then I just have a regular stealth for three wood and I have a, uh, tailor-made driving iron and then tailor-made irons uh Vokey wedges and then a scotty cameron putter okay what do you play for a ball i use a pro v1x and how do you mark it so i kind of do three black dots around around the titleist logo and, and that's about it and then i have the snoo logo on my ball as well nice um back to the stadium did did you have a caddy and who if so who was caddying for you yeah so my my dad caddied for me all week oh nice Mm -hmm. 
and I gather he he knows your swing pretty well at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely seen a lot of my swings. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, this next section I call the "Gimme Round." Just short little questions. What's your favorite course in New Hampshire? Now, if you if if you want to say Atkinson, that's awesome. But if you uh, throw, feel free to mention a couple. I'd probably say Manchester is my favorite course. Um, even before the amateur, it was it's been kind of. I played there back in the open three years ago. Um, it's just been always a course that I really liked and enjoyed enjoy playing. Um, yeah, and then obviously Atkinson's one of my favorites because um, it's a course I've grown up at. Yeah. What's your current favorite club in your bag? I like my 58-degree wedge. Um, that's really the only club I use for chipping and sand shots. Um, so I like to get creative with it. And uh, I think there's a wide variety of shots you can hit with it. So it's definitely one that I enjoy using. Yeah. Uh, multiple choice. If you could pick between crushing a driver uh, flushing a mid iron or draining a long putt. Which one are you taking? Probably draining a long putt. That's not something I do too often. So yeah, yeah, those are always good. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite PGA or LPGA player right now that you like to root for? Not in particular. Um, I definitely, uh, uh, I definitely rooted for Rory for a while um, but no there's there's none that i can pick out in particular okay and is there a course or two on your bucket list anywhere in the country or the world that you haven't played that you really would love to get to probably pine valley and augusta i know the chances of playing there is pretty low but you know it's it's definitely up there on my list yeah those are two special ones yeah um Looking at the rest of this golf season, do you have any other tournaments coming up that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I got the New Hampshire Stroke play. That's coming up in August. And then my club championship at Atkinson. Um, aside from that, that's pretty much it for the summer. And then and then uh, me and a, a teammate and I were doing the U.S. four ball qualifier. Oh, cool. That's a little bit, yeah, that's a little bit later in August when we're back at school. Yeah. Where's the where's the qualifying site for you guys? Um, I think it's uh, Bayberry Hills down in Cape Cod. Yeah. Um, and when for college golf this year, do you guys have a fall and a spring season? Yeah, so we have a fall and a spring. Um, we usually do. We usually do around four regular events in the fall, and then there's conference tournament. Um, and in the spring, we'll travel three times, two, three times, and we'll play a local event. And then we have our uh, regional preview and then the regional tournament. Nice. Yep. Um, have you thought about where what you want to do with golf when you get out of college? I'd love to go pro. Um, it's something I'm somewhat considering if I get better. Uh, it just kind of depends where my game's at senior year. Um, yep. 
but um no it's definitely something that i consider if i uh start playing uh start playing better yeah um and my last question i'm asking folks is you know as you mentioned you started playing golf at a young age and you've reached a really high level of amateur play picking off a state and title what is it about the game of golf that you love so much what sort of attracts you to this game um so i'm a very competitive person so i like that competitive part of golf and then um and i think that it's impossible to be perfect at golf so i think that's something that interests me because i'm somewhat of a perfectionist sometimes so i just it kind of drives me to get better at golf really yeah i like that well thank you jack i really enjoyed talking with you and hearing about your your golf story and hearing a little bit more about your victory uh capturing your first stadium title congratulations on that win and appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Granite State Golfers is produced by Dew Sweeper Productions. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and share it with your friends. Until next time, tee it up, have fun, in LGLG. LG.